Welcome to the ParkCast series, episode 64, Kinship Care, Caregiver Factors, and Child Outcomes. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This episode provides child welfare practitioners with an overview of the literature on kinship placements, focusing on caregiver demographics and the outcomes of children raised by kin. Terminology. This research review uses the term kinship care to broadly define the full-time nurturing and protection of children who must be separated from their parents by relatives, members of their tribes or clans, godparents, stepparents, or other adults who have a kinship bond with the child. Formal kinship or foster care or kin in care. These define kinship care whereby the family may receive financial and support services from child welfare organizations. Informal kinship care, or kin out of care, is private kinship placements that receive no support from or intervention by child welfare agencies. The child is not in the care of the province, and the social worker does not retain responsibility for the child as a guardian, hence the term out of care. Introduction For most of the last century, it was a principal belief among child welfare professionals that abusive or neglectful parents had learned their dysfunctional behaviors from their families of origin and so kinship placements were considered an option only as a last resort. Since the 1990s, however, the child welfare system has experienced significant expansion in Canada, which has resulted in fewer available foster homes and an increased need for kinship care. As a result, kinship care placements have risen over the past 25 years. Due to the growing reliance on kinship care as an option for foster care placement, This increase in kinship care placements are associated with an apparent belief among policymakers and researchers that kinship caregivers provide familiar, family-like settings with more responsive relationships and greater stability than what would be available from non-kin foster parents. Across the kinship care literature, popular research questions include how children's development, health and mental health functioning, and permanency outcomes compare to children raised by kin versus those raised in foster homes. Due in part to their comparability, there is an apparent presence of controversy, centering primarily on the unequal financial support and services received by kinship caregivers compared with formal foster parents. The implications of these differences in the allocations of funds informs the research questions that guide this particle. Thinking critically. Consider your attitudes towards kinship care versus other forms of -of out-of-home care, like foster care or group homes. What factors inform your belief about kinship care? For example, practice wisdom, your agency's priorities, client preferences, etc. How might these beliefs affect your decision making? Research questions. The following two research questions were formulated to guide the remainder of this research review. One, what relationships exist between kinship caregivers' living situations, needs, and available supports? Two, How do the educational, health, and mental health and permanency outcomes for children raised by kin compare to children raised in other types of arrangements? Methods matter. Both of these are association questions, which examines the relationship between factors. Correlational studies, RCTs, and systematic reviews are best suited to answer this question. Relationships between caregivers' living situations, needs, and supports. Kinship Caregiver Demographics and Well-Being 
Kinship caregivers appear to differ from care provided by non-relatives in several ways. As studies show that kin caregivers are tend to be single, older, less educated, and more economically disadvantaged. As kinship caregivers are predominantly grandparents and so statistically older than parents, the generational gap that exists in kinship placements where grandparents are caring for their grandchildren is an important consideration. One study notes that older caregivers may be the products of an era that favor more punitive approaches to raising children. By virtue of being predominantly female, in addition to their race and age, many grandparent caregivers belong to three undervalued social categories and thus represent a marginalized population across several intersections. As such, children in kinship care typically reside in homes with significant poverty and are more likely to belong to a racialized group. Kinship caregivers tend to face many adverse factors that impact their well-being, such as child behavior problems, challenging family dynamics, financial strain, minimal access to resources, as well as barriers to accessing physical, social, mental health, and social supports. The status or well-being of the caregiver can be understood to have significant implications for overall family well-being, with potential for the both direct and indirect effects on the children in the family. One study found an association between parenting stress and depression, and between depression and inconsistent parenting approaches, which suggests a need for some kinship care providers to receive additional support with the transition to a parenting role. Financial constraints and service delivery. The lack of allocation of financial resources to kinship families is explored in the literature for its various effects on family functioning. Across Canada and in the USA, kinship caregivers receive considerably less financial and practical support than do non-kin foster caregivers. This distribution is problematized in the literature due to kin caregivers tending to be an older population with fewer personal or social resources, including less education and limited financial assets, than non-kin foster homes. In one qualitative study involving grandparents, the financial impact of having their grandchild live with them, particularly in relation to the extra costs of clothing, schools, and activities were highlighted. The lack of financial supports from CAS, biological parents, and the government has been found to be associated with higher levels of psychological stress and overall family impact across studies. For instance, kinship caregivers who reported high stress levels also indicated having less time and energy available to provide care and increased feelings of isolation, guilt, resentment, in addition to having concerns about finances. Thinking critically. Why would it be important to consider the demographic factors and financial circumstances of kinship caregivers when thinking about the well-being of children living in kinship care? Outcomes for children in kinship care. Developmental functioning. When compared to children in the general population, kinship Children in kinship care are reported to have more behavior problems with below average scores in reading and math, as well as challenges with attention, cognitive functioning, problem solving, reasoning, and listening comprehension. Above average scores in oral expression have also been reported. One study that used the Child Behavior Checklist, CBCL, to assess the prevalence of behavior problems among children living in formal kinship arrangements found that 35% had total scores within the clinical range. There is some evidence that children raised by their grandparents are more likely to have repeated a grade when compared with children reared in a two-parent home, as one study showed academic performances of children raised by grandparents were similar to children raised by one biological parent. Health and mental health. 
Some studies suggest that children living in kinship care have substantial health care and behavioral needs. Although their risk may not exceed that of a sample of children living in foster care, this suggests that adults who have lived in formal kinship care may experience considerable adverse mental health outcomes. Furthermore, when compared to normative populations, children in kinship care are shown to have significantly more problems than children in the general population, with greater health care needs, more behavioral problems, greater unhappiness with life, and increased anxiety. One study that examined health outcomes of children living in kinship homes found increased health problems, poor visual perception, hearing, growth, increased rates of obesity, and dental problems when their clinical assessments were compared with other children. It is noted that in the study that these outcomes are comparable to those found amongst foster children. Another cross-sectional study, Living in Kinship Care, has shown that 66% had more than one medical problem. The most frequent health concerns are asthma, tooth decay, obesity, and skin abnormalities. Further research is needed in this area due to limitations in population samples of these studies. As much of the available literature focuses on specific populations within the USA, and many of the studies are over 10 years old. Permanency. Much of the reviewed literature mentions permanency as a key goal of kinship care. However, a concrete definition of what constitutes permanency in a placement appears to be unestablished in the literature. Consider also that, depending on the legislation and custody systems of different regions, biological parents may still be able to dispute custody arrangements following court decisions to grant legal custody to caregivers. Another matter in, to keep in mind is while kinship care placements may be stable when compared to those of children living in non-relative foster care, they may be seen as entirely unstable when compared to the living situations of children in the general population. Studies on kinship permanency vary in terms of their results. Outcome data from one quasi-experimental study indicated that, when compared to children in foster care, children living in kinship arrangements experienced less placement disruption and similar reunification rates. Numerous studies have demonstrated that kin placements are often quite stable over time in that the child remains with the kin care provider, yet are less likely to be reunified with their biological parents or formally adopted. Research demonstrated stability and positive outcomes for children in kinship care suggests this permanency outcome is largely dependent on the health and well-being of kinship caregivers and their families. Finally, one study based on case file reviews found that kin placements were, that were most likely to disrupt were those in which children were older at placement time and displayed difficult behavior. This study also showed lower levels of disruption when kin caregivers had been approved as foster parents and so received financial and practical support. Caution should be used when interpreting findings from case studies, however, as these methodologies are less rigorous than other approaches. Thinking critically. What do you believe makes a placement permanent? When can permanency be appropriately measured? For example, once the child in care has reached adulthood, or once the placement has been confirmed and the expectation is that there will be no further disruptions. Practice considerations. Kinship caregivers characterized by lower socioeconomic status and receive fewer services from child welfare agencies when compared to foster parents. The existing literature on kinship placement suggests the need for supportive services such as respite and mental health care for the kin caregiver, counseling for the child, as well as financial assistance. Due to the nature of kin caregivers' demographics discussed above, much of the literature suggests groups that offer knowledge about child development and parenting skills, as well as strategies for caregivers to cope with issues specific to kinship care. 
Research that demonstrates stability and positive outcomes for children in kinship care suggests this permanency outcome is largely dependent on the health and well-being of the kinship caregivers and their families. Completing ecosystemic assessments with caregivers may aid in identifying needed supports. Take advantage of available supports and referrals. As agencies provide less funding and fewer services to kinship placements than their foster counterparts, such as supervision, respite care, daycare, support groups, and mental health services, consider preparing a long-term service plan, inclusive of external referrals, with kinship caregivers prior to closing their file. Following assessment of family needs, workers can consider providing referrals to connect Ken caregivers with appropriate services, such as therapeutic counseling, early intervention professionals, kinship family support groups, access to basic resources, information about about available public and private funding, as well as advocacy, case management, and referrals as needed. Recognize and promote protective factors. Workers can help kinship families through using a strengths-based approach highlighting kin caregivers as key decision makers and centrally important to the child's life. Thinking critically, what referrals do you typically make when working with kinship caregivers? Are there services or resources missing from those listed above? Conclusion. This research review summarized the current available literature on kinship families and outcomes for children raised by kin. Existing literature that draws comparisons between foster and kinship placements are both qualitative and quantitative in nature, and are often designed to compare outcomes associated with health and mental health outcomes, academic success, and placement permanency. These studies frequently find that many of the presumptions about the benefits of kinship care are unconfirmed. Thus, the continued development of research on this population is needed to fill this evident gap. The available research literature has yet to identify specific relationship advantages kin caregivers may have with the children in their care as compared to non-kin foster caregivers. For this review, no study was located that demonstrated children placed with kin fared better in the long term than children placed with non-kin foster care. A major theme derived from the literature is in relation to the vast differences in financial support allocated to kinship families in comparison to foster counterparts particularly when considering the apparent needs of kin caregivers. There is limited available research on conditions in Canada on the impacts of current kinship care policies. This research review points to the need for workers supporting kin families to assess caregiver well-being and identify needed supports. Practice consideration for professionals included in this particle were assess caregiver well-being and parenting strategies, take advantage of available supports and referrals, and recognize and promote protective factors. You have been listening to the Partcast series, episode 64, Kinship Care, Caregiver Factors and Child Outcomes. The Partcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a Canadian membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information on this episode's topic or other episodes in the Partcast series, visit www.partcanada.org.